Hey there, welcome back to another episode of Jay in Transit. I hope that you and your loved ones have remained safe, healthy, and sane. I know that uh, I'm ready to be outside, but infinitely grateful for my health and the fact that I've been able to spend it with my family. So I also have a goodie for you today. Um, We are going to be talking about sexy, what sexy looked like before, what sexy has transitioned into now, and how we can continue to evolve into sexy when we get out of quarantine. I hope you enjoy and I'll see you on the other side. Awesome. Well, I want to thank you for joining me on uh, this episode of Jay in Transit. Um, And I'm also thanking the audience for coming on and listening to another episode. Um, I thought we'd focus today's episode on um, sexy and what that means, what it's looked like in the past, and how we've had to adjust sexy uh, in the middle of this pandemic that we're now going on six weeks or is it seven weeks? Mm -hmm. Yes. It, in my mind, it's a very long time. Um, so <laughs> I feel like I'm never going to be free. But um, so I invited a friend of mine, Denise. She will give an introduction um, on her own who um, has taken an interest and has become an expert in sexy. Yes. So, so, um, so my name is Denise. And uh, one of the things that I have been on a journey on is like discovering wonder. And so um, I have always been a kind of person who, if there's something I'm curious about, I go investigate it. So I have, I thought about like, what would it be like if I started running and I ran six marathons? What would it be like if, you know, if I learned a little bit more wine and I got about four certifications? So, you know, I'm kind of one of those people, right? And so, got it. Uh, so then it just got to a point where I said, you know what, like, what is this thing around like sexy? Like, what does it mean? Uh, you know, what's going on? Why do people hold it some kind of way? Why does, you know, why do some people have tons of it and some people get shamed for it? Like what's going on? And that's when I started to do all this research. Um, <laughs> some of it was funner than other times, but you know, we di- I digress, I digress. Um, (laughs) It was was an opportunity to really uh, chase my wonder, talk to some really, really smart people, um, do some things, make some mistakes. And on the other side, I'm coming out with such uh, an amazing appreciation for what it means to be sexy, Um, what it means to understand um, everything everything like soup to nuts what is what is sexy like four little words and I often say deceptively simple um, letters but so big so big so let me ask you boo Ooh, (laughs) you know you know what you know when your friend gives you that look like I know I was just like oh 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 oh, we're going so so now (laughs) So talk to me. Um, Let's not even jump. Let's not even start here. Let's go back way back. Right. What 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 was sexy to you? What what did sexy mean to you? Like back in the day? Like. Yeah. Back in the day, for me, it meant a certain body figure. Um, It meant like my hair a certain way because my hair has transitioned um, for a long time. But 
I also thought I was sexier when I was thinner, younger, had straight hair. And in those days, I was a straight figure. I had no ass, no tits. But I thought I was like the hottest thing. And when it came to men, I thought um, sexy came across to me as brawn, as like, you know, strength. Um, it had nothing to do with the twinkle in his eye or the dimple in his cheek. So... <laughs> Yeah, that's what it, it was for me in the past. <laughs> Can I just like high five you and then um, fuss at you? Because remember, I asked you the question. I didn't ask you to say what I was thinking. Like, I just like you couldn't <laughs> tell me nothing, baby. I had a girl that like was like. Girl. Girl. Listen. And I'm talking about the kind of perm where you had to be at the beauty parlor all day. Like it was an all day yes. commitment. And I'm talking about laid to the side. Like the rain didn't even bother touching me because I had committed so much time to having this straight hair. That let me tell baby. you. And, and it was on the clock. I would get it every, what is it? 12 weeks, eight weeks, whatever it was. Listen, if I had it in college, it would be in a ponytail so I could see my mom. I mean, it was a hot mess. <laughs> Right. <laughs> didn't matter how unhealthy it was. Didn't matter, like, you know, the, the chemical burns, any of those other things that happened um, as a side effect. And to your point, yeah, too, like, I used to think that, like, <clears throat> the thicker the dude, the sexier, right? And so, like, you know, thick, um, had to be, like, strong looking. Um, and then tall. Yeah, tall, had to be tall. Yeah, listen. And it's so interesting that like over time and over the years that it started to be like, yeah, there because that was the packaging, right? It was really about the packaging. Then I started to realize like, oh, okay, wait, they, they start talking. Dang it. Okay, wait a minute. Okay. <clears throat> uh, update. Update, right? Uh, update. <laughs> like we have to do a reset. Yeah, like 10 second timeout. Do over. Okay. Then then what does sexy turn into, right? So you get a little older, you're a little wiser. What then? Did, what did sexy turn in for? What did it turn into for you? So it still remained a little bit superficial in terms of like the look that I liked when it came to men, for instance. But it definitely had to be more of like what was going on in the mind, right? So it wasn't enough for me that you were a doctor. Like I was like, if the only thing you focused on is how many patients you saved and how your God's gift to, you know, men and women, not interested. But if you had this profession and then came home and knew how to cook and could talk to me about what was happening in Iran at the time, like I was like, wait a minute. Like it was like a whole game changer. Um, it was... <laughs> In terms of the appearance, it was about how they were taking care of themselves to be better, not necessarily to be like the pretty boy. Facts, um, facts, facts, facts. Um, for me, um, I definitely, at the time, I was working, um, <clears throat> I was working in a university. So for me, I, mm -hmm. I don't know what happened. Plot twist: the nerds were my thing. Ooh catnip hear me because there was something really great about somebody who could um take all the things that they had learned and then like talk to me right and then like you know maybe right. teach me something show me something i had never seen before i was like oh yeah oh yeah thank you mm, yes. and it was anything and everything it was like you know at one point i remember when i had first started 
uh, college. And I was like, well, I know boys like sports, so I'm going to learn sports and also a way to connect with my brothers. Later on, it's like, well, I just want to know why he's kicking the ball this way. <laughs> Nothing to do with <laughs> What I knew damn six yard line was like that made no sense and whether you cared or not like yeah that flew out the window so I told totally yeah then I think um I started recognizing like my best friends um I had a lot of gay best friends and the way mm. that they could talk to my heart was so amazing then I started saying nope my boo has to understand my heart and then that's when I started to recognize that, you know, there was something really great about being able to, um, uh, like, to talk, to be able to talk, right, and, um, yeah. and connect yeah. at that level. And so then it was like, okay, but then it just seemed like, how do you find the person that has some of these things as you're evolving your understanding of sexy. So like right. it became kind of like the the like the search for the unicorn. Like is that possible to connect with somebody? Like oh my gosh. So what like what has been your experience trying to find those things, right? Like cuz I'm sure you have a current version of sexy. How has it been trying to connect with um with that? Well, I feel that if I am not connected to how I'm feeling and how I am looking, if I am not enjoying, then there's nothing that's going to, about me, then there's nothing that I'm going to enjoy from somebody else. Because my whole aura changes, you know, like the, the type of clothes I put on are different. The, you know, the put the spaces I choose to be in, you know, who do I give eye contact to? Like it's, like that's what I have noticed has gotten in the way for me in the past about when it comes to that relationship with sexy. Um, but when I'm like completely comfortable, whether it was, you know, 10 pounds up or 15 pounds down, you know, I'm wearing this hair looking crazy today and done tomorrow. Like there's no stopping <laughs> what type of flies you catch in the net. So um, it's still definitely uh, it's still definitely um, connected to conversation, uh, but it's also more of like, I mean, I, this could be fleeting, but like uh, vibe, like, you know, things and it's like, it, it's, yeah, that's the best way I could describe it. It's like, it's a vibe. It's so interesting that you bring that up because, you know, we talked about how we have updated what we see as sexy but oftentimes I think the breakdown is honestly, we don't update what we feel as sexy, right? And so it's interesting to your point, like, oh, you know, I don't even make contact with those people, but the reason why is because you have shifted. So let me ask you, what right. do you consider as sexy? Like if you had to like define sexy more recently for you, how do you define yourself as sexy? Oh, me mm -hmm. as sexy. I've, so I would define me as sexy as not taking things overtly serious, but also not being extremely nonchalant. Um, actually being present versus like telling myself the ending of the story, because I do that a lot. Um, like I, I'm already at the end and I haven't even enjoyed the, the beginning, let alone the middle to like, you know, get to the end. And it's about being um, authentically happy and genuine in the space that I'm in 
because then a whole different person comes out. It's it's not, you know, nine to five Juana sitting at a desk, even though her hair's in a bun, but it's nine to five Juana, her hair in a bun, and she's asking you questions and laughing and looking at you in the face. And so that's how it's um, translated for me. Um, you all can't see me, but I have the biggest smile because if you could see the sparkle on this one's face, thank you. And you know, like a gift. <laughs> and it's so amazing, right? Like this idea of connecting to um, is one of the things, right? So remember I told you that I love to explore wonder and to see you talk about you as sexy. You know, I teach exponents and then I'm trying to like, you know, carry the to the 10th power. It's like pretty epic. Um, and it's a gift. It's oh. really a gift. And I just thank you for sharing that moment with me. I know y'all can't see it, but just just close your eyes and imagine like light. <laughs> and then out of nowhere, something just turned up the light. Like that's what you, you welcome. Okay. So. Uh, thank <laughs> you. And you're not blushing, by the way. And you're not blushing. Okay. I'm blushing. You're not blushing. <laughs> I would love to hear what you, what makes you feel. You know, <clears throat> um, I love this this idea of like, um, you know, you talked about this idea of, you know, it's not just nine to five Wana, right? And so for me, it's not just get it done, Denise. It's being present. It's like, listen, it's after the shower, taking the time to rub oil on every inch of my skin. And I'm talking about thanking my thighs for looking that way, looking at my elbow like, mm, look at that elbow. It's an elbow. Ooh, it's an elbow. You know, like, because it's so, like, listen, everything is beautiful and being present to that, right? Um, you know, I listen, I've had three kids, <laughs> but it's beautiful, right? Um, I have, um, I have, like, some scars that have the best stories, by the way, but it's beautiful, right? And all of right. it is sexy. And so for me right now, it's just being present. That is so sexy to me, Well, um, I could tell that you were extremely enthusiastic about that rubbing the oil and being present. <laughs> and we appreciate it because your skin is absolutely the bomb. So, <laughs> so we are in a very strange time. We started, you know, uh, talking about how we're inside um, and how, how have you maintained sexy in this pandemic? Um, you know, when there's very little amenities that we can take advantage of um, to make the vision of sexy. But what does that look like? Or what has that? This, for me, has definitely been a journey. Uh, most, like, people have called this the time of everything. The great pause, the renewal, the, listen, it's, as sometimes it just was a straight drought. But um, I will say that <laughs> connecting to uh, being present and also like listening to myself. I used to go so fast. I didn't even know when my skin was too dry. Right. I used to go so fast. I didn't even know when I was horny. Like I used to go so fast and I would say, oh, I just I'm, I need to work out. No, I don't need to work out. That, that's 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 two different things. Like very different. Very things. Sorry to two plus four, yeah. but um, <laughs> no, but so this time for me has really been about listening and also recognizing mm -hmm. how much 
more I'm connected to because I can listen. Because now on the other side of this, what right. I can communicate, baby, mm, it's 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 not right. It's it's not it's 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 it, in some states it's illegal, but I'm gonna communicate it no way. <laughs> I was gonna say, do we need to keep you like that? <laughs> you know, but it's, it's this idea of like being able to say, you know, hey, I like this or hey, I've always been curious about this, right. right? And how often do we put those things in the back of our mind or in the back of the closet, like it'll never happen or I don't, I don't even trust myself enough to ask somebody that I'm seeing, hey, are you willing to try this? And so being able to listen uh -huh. to say, you know what? No, that wasn't, you know, 22 year old me that wants it. It's now me that wants that. So, you know, Let's try it. And, and my philosophy is try it twice, you know, because the first time don't count. And then, um, you know, in the second time, you might be like, um, right. you know, third time, third time, you know. So, you know, be willing to try right. because it's amazing how often that connects you to because maybe the act itself wasn't what it was that you wanted to experience, but maybe it was that intimacy. And so that's really kind of um, really mm -hmm. have been connecting to sexy, just really listening like, oh. I'm gonna put that down. Oh, I'm gonna look that up because that doesn't seem possible. Oh, it is possible. Okay, got it, got it, got it. Now I know for next time. Awesome. So I would say um, that sounded like very good uh, tips for folks who are currently with someone, either you know right now uh, inside together or still seeing each other through Zoom or whatever you know uh, online way that they can stay connected, but. What are you telling folks who are now currently still dating and having virtual dates? Like, how do they communicate? And oh, connect gosh, in that's that way? so amazing, um, because that is where I am as well. And so it gets to it gets oh. to look so interesting. Listen, I have had dance parties. I have had coffee dates. I have had um, brunches. Um, and then, you know, the rules still apply. And so for me, I'm very, because I've been listening, I also know where my boundaries are. And there was a time when I was more concerned about how hot the guy was so that my boundaries then became flexible. And I'm very clear it isn't, isn't cool for me because mm -hmm. again, that allows me to be a level of comfortable to be able to connect, right? And with integrity and right. authentically. And so um, at this time, it's like being vulnerable enough to have a coffee date, even though my hair has really decided that it's going to do what it's going to do. Like it has, and then it often says to me, you're not the boss of me in the morning. So, you know, sometimes it's just that, cause it's not, I used to very much be connected to this perfect, this, my face has to be beaten within an inch. And if I had no eyelashes, I wasn't going out until I got eyelashes. And now it's just like, you know, you know, here are my favorite earrings. You know, what are you thinking? That kind of thing. And so being connected to dating vulnerably is a, uh, um, Zoom dating, virtual dating, house party dating, um, WhatsApp, uh, you know, dating. I mean, just being open is really kind of how folks are able to connect in, in a beautiful way, really. That's the opportunity now. So what are some ways you think that not feeling sexy have gotten in the way of folks. Oh, So I think one of the things that folks need to acknowledge is that we have all experienced some kind of trauma and everyone feels it, uh, every, feels mm -hmm. it differently, but more importantly, expresses it differently. And so if we pretend as if we haven't had trauma, then days when we wake up and we 
don't quite feel like ourselves or things like that become like this thing, like, I'm not sure. And the reality is, is grace and patience, number one, right? Just understanding grace and patience. The other thing is, is that, listen, you know, normally we can pivot. We don't have to um, feel uh, bloated because it's that time of the month. We don't have to um, acknowledge we have a pimple because there's makeup, right? But like, those things are still going right. to happen. And then we're actually at home in a place where we're either hiding or leaving. And so it's like, we, now we're living, right? And so it's like, we get to actually recognize that those things, A, make us human, be connected to the human condition, but more mm-hmm. importantly, like, you know, that's just as much a part of the conversation of sexy as anything else is, right? Because nobody nobody, nobody wants to date perfect, but somebody doesn't date us. That's a great point. Um, So I wanted to know, what would you recommend for folks who uh, right now in this period, there are, you know, it's 5.30 on a Sunday. Um, Are there any games that you would throw them to? Any shows that they can watch? Any questions they should be asking each other to bring out? sexiness yeah so uh there's a couple um i think that um watching shows together is interesting because typically a lot of watch parties are happening uh folks are circulating hey i've been watched i've binge watched this already we know what's another uh set of things we can watch and so thinking about certain shows to watch together to talk about like intimacy in the show because then that can also open up into intimacy conversations uh between um folks who are dating and then also to being able to like connect Mm -hmm. to things like you know old-fashioned 20 questions um card games um strip poker comes to mind but you know it depends on where you want the continuum i'm just off hallelujah um listen listen the other thing too is things like um you know like the love like the love languages quiz things like that because it's good to know. And then you yep. can talk about that, right? Because that one of the things that we don't want to do is pivot to this kind of this opportunity this time. And then we didn't try anything new. So we could go with the, oh, you know, right. like keep it surface conversations or we can get, take an opportunity to go a little deeper and then, you know, come on the other side with a whole entire book. I wanted to just stay for two minutes on the love language. Um, that you brought up. So what if my language mm-hmm. is touch and his language mm-hmm. is acts of service, but he keeps giving me acts of service when I want touch and vice versa. How do you, how have uh, you found that folks have gotten to actually understand that the way you receive love or give love, show love or expect to, um, you know, receive it isn't the same way your partner may also. See, that's a, uh, <laughs> that's actually a beautiful question. And I get it all the time uh, from my coaching clients. And one of the things to be aware of is it's, it's automatic that you will often love on someone the way you want to be loved because the, uh, you know, just like when you learn to speak, you think it's going to be mirrored back to you. And so there's so much frustration and like resentment and bitterness that kind of grows because it's like, but I give this to you, pause, as if like, hello, Doug, give it back, versus being willing to say, hey, 
this is my love language. How willing are you to um, amp up your ability to speak my love language, right? Because then the question is back to you as well. How willing are you to learn how to speak their love language better? Because the reality is, is we speak all five love languages. Everybody does. But we prefer to communicate in other ways, meaning um, I might think of acts of service as washing dishes. But if a person who speaks acts of service understands Mm -hmm. that touching you is like an act of service for him, but it meets your physical touch, he's more likely to do the physical touch, not kind of as a chore, but like I'm I'm filling a need. I'm taking care of her, which is really behind the act of service. It's not I want to go like make sure your registration is on your car. That has nothing to do with it. But I want to take something off your plate or I want to take something Mm -hmm. off of your um, like schedule so that you have more time to feel at ease. That's really what it is in terms of active. Do you speak active service? Does that make sense? Yes, absolutely. Uh, that's a, that was a beautiful reframe because people are extremely literal about what, about what those definitions are. Um, and so maybe we need to throw them all to you to get coached so that <laughs> I'm accepting clients. So better. let me know. God, I love that woman. (laughs) As you go into the last stretch, I asked Denise about uh, tips that she wanted to leave us with uh, as we transition from inside to outside. Take a listen. How do the vibrations or the quotient of sexy rise when you are um, enjoying the same thing. Oh, by, you know, first of all, it's, uh, it's, it's, it's so interesting because typically when you work out, you know that there's kind of like this whole thing, then the endorphins, and then you kind of get that hit. But when you work out with a group, it actually amplifies that, right? Because, you know, we know how vibrations work. And so it's interesting because it's something as simple as seeing a fitness video and then you working out also, it's like a wave. Other people start working out in whatever way that makes sense for them. Because, you, you know, like um, in my running community, we have people mm-hmm. who've just had babies to just, you know, going through reconstructive surgery to just did a seven minute mile. And we're all kind of on the journey, right, of, of being more and more fit. And then that just raises the vibrations as well, fitness wise. And then obviously, you know, when you are feeling good, not necessarily like you're at the ideal weight, none of that. But when you're feeling good, baby, that kind of sexy Yum, yum, and more yum. Other things that you are doing to get men and women on the same sexy Um, plane. Okay, so so right now we're building up a uh, group of folks who get together weekly. Um, It's a a weekly call. uh, Right now it's Tuesday evenings. And basically we come together and we just talk about like, what does it look like to um, raise the vibration of sexy in the world? Um, You know, one act at a time. Uh, There's also a, um, we haven't launched this yet. This is going to launch most likely by, I want to say by the summer, it's going to be a a private group. Uh, And so it's like a private Facebook group. And the goal is really to um, have a place and space for us to kind of grow in our sexy by taking on challenges. And the goal here is that to try on different things, because often as adults, we kind of get into ruts, right? Like we may understand like, hey, we need to take this additional class to get the certification at work. 
oh, you know, we need to kind of go back to a refresher class because right. we want to lower our points or we want to lower our insurance for cars. But we don't often take those opportunities to do those kind of upgrades for ourselves and definitely not for our sexes. And so we want to create, you know, opportunities to kind of link. Right. The other thing, too, is that often this is a separate gendered conversation, right? Or a separate energy, I'd rather say, right? Because you have people who identify as um, different genders. And so what happens is, is sometimes you'll have like right. a whole bunch of like, you know, um, the folks who identify as male get together and people who identify as female get together. And then we don't really get an opportunity to cross talk. And so the um, the private group, the private Facebook group that's going to be launching in the summer is an opportunity for us to cross com to have cross conversations and recognize that really we're all in this uh, conversation as humans together. And before I wrap up, anything else you want to leave our listeners with um, in terms of getting through Rona, but even just, you know, when, once we're back outside. Listen, what is that going to look like? Um, just really be honest, right? Really be authentic and connected to everything that you've uh, learned about yourself at this time. Because just like folks are, you know, sitting with their souls and like coming to understanding and things that you have may or may not have been able to deal with in the past. Like, let's take that learning forward, right? Let's not go back to kind of business as usual. Uh, because it's like, it really doesn't um, allow us to continue to move the vibrations forward. It's almost like, hey, let's just go back because that was comfortable. Like, please, please, please step into um, step into some bravery, right? And some courage, some courageous acts. Um, you know, try random acts of sexiness, right? And don't worry about it being perfect. Like, it's it's so much more important to uh, to love in such a way that that it makes you kind of the catalyst for sexy. <laughs> that was so fun. And I'm not sure about you, but I'm definitely incentivized to uh, rethink my sexy and give it a little update. So stay tuned. Um, also, if you wanted to find out more about what Denise is doing to help elevate the quotient of sexiness around the world, look out for her book, which should come out around the holidays. She also, as I believe she mentioned, hosts a Tuesday night call where both men and women get together and talk about uh, sexy and give each other some um, interesting challenges and assignments on how they can continue to uh, elevate their sexy. Also, she is starting a Facebook challenge group sometime this summer, and she's also going to reinvigorate her running community. So you can find Denise at FitGoalsD, so that's FitGoalsDEE, -E, or D underscore nice runs 212. Again, D underscore nice runs 212. Thank you all so much for joining us and I will see you next time. Thank you.